0: Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hello, and welcome to episode 52 Five Tips for Crisis Management. And this one uh, came from a listener who was interested in getting help with this. And before you turn it off and say, oh, I'm not in a crisis, I don't need it. Well, one of the most important things is uh, preventative measures. uh, And crises come in all different forms. There is, as a mental health therapist, we get phone calls all the time uh, for health crises, mental health, uh, psychosis crises, financial crises, um, family crises. So uh, one of the most important things is just to be able to have a reference um to uh, where to turn to and what to do when something comes up and so i think this is just an important thing for everybody to know and as you know we keep it short here and just a little tip people in our lives our loved ones sometimes have sudden emergencies and sudden crises and everyone has different thresholds of what they consider a crisis to be very honest uh losing a job for some for most people might be a tremendous crisis uh but for an independently wealthy person it might not be having a health scare um, which is the first health scare a person has might be different than the third time it happens, or if there's some family history and there's some knowledge. So everyone is hit differently. And of course, there's no judgment. There's only support and care that we provide for anyone that's going through a crisis. Um, But I think just hearing this out and knowing that there is a protocol for how to deal with a crisis could be very helpful. So here we go. Five tips for how to deal with crisis. Number one, seek support. And I put this one first because we are mammals and we are... uh, creatures that connect with others and we as, as human beings we need others in our lives two are better than one and there, there's so much help that we can get from other people don't do it alone and being alone and not having anyone else is just so difficult and so when a crisis situation arises it's so important to reach out to if family is available Uh, meaning capable available emotionally available and you're able to and they are always a great source because families keep each other together and help each other and support each other that's one of the benefits of a family Um, sometimes it's not feasible they're out of town or there's uh, different issues that prevent that from being feasible then there's always friends Um, I I think that most people have friends um, and a lot of times people tell me well I don't want to bother my friends Uh, well it's a little bit offensive if you think about that statement, because think about if you were going through a crisis and your friend and, and your friend didn't want to bother you, you you would say, no, I, I want you to uh, I want you to bother me. Still remember one time I was in college and one of my roommates woke up in the middle of the night with a medical emergency and he kind of just suffered through the whole night and didn't wake anyone in the room. And I said to him, but you're my friend. I actually I'm actually offended that you didn't wake me. I, I, I would have taken you to the hospital because when we got up in the morning, uh, he actually needed uh, immediate attention, and it was kind of scary. So you want people to reach out, and our we are there for our family members, and we are there for our friends. Um, but as part of support, there's also organizations. Uh, most of the issues that people uh, talk to me about and that I hear, crises, they've already been dealt with by people in the past, and more so, there's organizations that take, that, that take charge and will help you. Uh, for example, if someone's going through a severe financial situation, there's many organizations that could help, whether it's their... A religious place of worship, or whether it's their workplace, or whether it's organizations in town that help with charities and different people in need. If someone's going through a, a specific medical crisis, there's many organizations, whether it's a cancer issue, or whether it's a, um, a a donor issue where someone needs some type of replacement, or whether it's a postpartum issue. There's, there's organizations that really cover a lot of these things. And so it's important to reach out to those organizations and to get some liaison, because when we get in crisis mode sometimes we shut down and we and and instead of dealing with the problem we end up just becoming part of it and uh, when there's a crisis action is very important when it's thought out and um, done properly and so getting that support is just so vital and seek out support and don't be embarrassed to talk to people family friends etc and especially organizations that specialize in this matter there's so much information on on the internet you'd be surprised Uh, I, i i use it as a resource daily Obviously, you know we have our own list of resources for different issues and we know all the local and internet and, and national uh, you know places everyone knows about the suicide hotline etc um, which is very easy to find and there's local ones as well. Um, but there's many other resources that are available and, and I encourage people to use it. Number two is self-soothing techniques. Uh, when we're in a crisis situation, it's very easy to lose ourselves. And we need to stay calm and relax as much as possible. Sometimes a crisis means that a kid got hurt. We need to run them to the hospital. But I'm talking about where there is a medical scare or some type of other emotional, mental health, financial scare. Uh, We need to keep practicing self-soothing techniques because when we get stuck in the um, craze mode, we don't end up solving things. And one of the parables that I always give my clients in so many areas of life is imagine that you're a Indy 500 race car driver and you're driving around the track and your lead technician says to you hey joe you got to stop we got to refill your gas and you say are you crazy i got to win this race and he says hey you know the routine you got to stop and he says if i stop and i fill up on gas it's going to take four minutes and i'm going to be behind everyone else so he says have you lost your rocker your head guy says you got to stop and i say, no i'm not going to stop so what happens i keep driving until i run out of gas and then I need to be towed, and it takes an extra 20 minutes, and of course i lost the race. Everyone needs to stop for self-care. If you don't stop for self-care, you're stuck in a rut, and you're stuck in a just paddling as fast as you can until you run out of gas. And it's not going to be a place to be dealing with a crisis. So always make sure that you're focusing on self-soothing. And that transition transitions into number three, which is self-care. Self-soothing is to relax yourself emotionally. Self-care is physically. Uh, People in crisis mode often neglect sleep, neglect food, neglect uh, exercise, and other basic uh, bodily needs. Um, That's not gonna help as well. Just like there's emotional needs that we have, there's physical needs that we need, and and we need to focus on that. Uh, As part of the support group, sometimes people could be in charge of helping. I know that there's an organization that I work with um, when people are in crisis, um, they send out email reminders and they try to get meals for these people. Um, Some other tips that I've seen uh, in support groups is that sometimes they have online forums where you could talk and post sometimes anonymously, sometimes uh, in in group chats. Um, I've seen people set up kind of a situation where they take all of their uh, support team and they put them all in one place, maybe on a um, group chat or any type of forum that, that people are familiar with and comfortable with using technologically. And there's a whole back and forth there, which could be very, very helpful. Number four, seek experts. Uh, Once the matter starts to settle, there's always going to be different opinions, especially when it comes to medical or mental health or psychiatric. So seek out, find out who has the best reputation, who has the most experience, and don't be afraid to ask straight out, what is your experience? Because as a mental health professional, for example, I work with a lot of, psychiatrists and very often uh, certain types of issues they're very good with. But other ones, I realize that they probably are not as astute as what I would like them to be if they're going to be treating my client. And don't be afraid to ask, you know, do you have experience in dealing with this thing or whatever the diagnosis is suspected to be or whatever the issue is suspected to be? Um, Just like you wouldn't go to a uh, heart doctor in order to get uh, cancer information, although the heart doctor might have been trained a little bit in that, but that's not his or her expertise. So you have to find who the experts are by finding out who people are Uh, who who is trusted and who has a reputation and sometimes it's very helpful as part of the support and as part of finding the experts putting those steps together it's very helpful to talk to people that have been through this themselves Uh, a lot of uh, cancer uh, treatment centers have um, passed alumni so to speak um, so you could talk to them and get support from them it's very helpful because when a person goes through a crisis sometimes their world uh, seems a little dark and and scary and, and alone and it's good to talk to other people that have been through it. Finally, the last one is seek therapy. And I can't stress this one enough. Um, it's the easiest for a person to get therapy if they're already in active therapy or they have a reserve therapist. I call myself a consultant therapist, even my clients that I discharge and that many of them, you know, complete their process, but I always keep the door open and have a warm relationship with them. I in fact, a few weeks ago, one of them called me and was in, you know, I hadn't seen this person in in many, many months, maybe even over a year. And uh, they, they were doing fine, except they had a crisis. They had an emergency medical situation in their family, and they wanted to come process it with me. Um, very, very healthy that, that they reached out to me. Um, and, and, and as they reported, it was very helpful for them as well. Um, the specific topic that they came for, I actually had an expertise in, and I explained to them what my experience was with it and um, how I was able to help them. And I was able to actually link them with an organization that helped them even more. Um, and that's, that's wonderful if something is active. Um, unfortunately there are some circumstances of crisis where there is no therapist involved um, and that's okay sometimes a person was transitioning between therapists or maybe sometimes the therapist was part of the problem or sometimes um, just they they don't trust their therapist enough or don't feel the therapist has an expertise to be able to help them that's fine Um, so at at the time when things calm down to a point where you could uh, seek that support i think that it is very helpful to be able to talk Uh, to someone. It's always recommended if someone's going through a medical or financial or emotional or family crisis, that it is helpful to be able to talk to someone. And I see that as we are the uh, gas, uh, you know, and the uh, upkeep of the car. Uh, We want to keep you in the race. We want to help you, but we're going to teach you those self-soothing and self-care skills. So I hope that no one has a crisis, but just having this um, focus on if a crisis situation arises, these are five things to do. And I'm going to just review them. Number one, seek support family, friends, and organizations. Number two, self-soothe. Learn how to relax yourself so that you're actually making pit stops emotionally. Number three, self-care. Make sure you're getting the food, sleep, and bodily needs that are being uh, taken care of. Number four, seek experts. Find out people that could help you that know uh, what this is and how how they could uh, weigh in and be involved in the case and help uh, move it towards uh, success or um, get it out of crisis mode into uh, recovery and, and, and success mode and number five seek therapy it's okay to need to talk to someone people go through crises in life we all need someone reach out I hope that this is helpful and I hope that anyone that is in crisis will find this to be immediately helpful anyone that isn't will just know in the back of their head that they've heard it and they know what to do and they know how to mobilize themselves when crisis strikes because crisis is very immobilizing but knowing what, what to do and how to get that support team set up very quickly uh, could really help And make the difference uh, and and help you feel a lot better in in going through that process. So I I wish you the best of luck and I hope that you never need this. But if you are using it now, I hope that everything goes very smooth for you. Take care. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.